Hi, everybody, and welcome to this, whatever this is going to be, uh, No Context podcast with some buddies. Um, on my Discord, we're going to go from the leftmost to, and then this way, and then around. So uh, we'll start with Charlie. Introduce yourself for a sec. Hey, I'm Charlie. Uh, you can find me in pretty much any game at this point as Riftduck. Uh, I've got a bachelor's in psychology. I do lots of D&D, League of Legends, uh, all that type of stuff. I stream on Twitch, and uh, just in general, I'm here to create content and have a good time with my friends. Haley? I'm Haley. You can find me online in various places as Anxiety Lasagna. Uh, I have some degrees. Uh, in various things. Two of them are master's degrees, but they're not important at this moment in time for me. Uh, I'm here to make content with my new friends and one of friend that I've known for a while, but hopefully I don't out myself as not nerdy enough to hang out with these cool kids. <laughs> I will kill people in the comments, trust me. <laughs> uh, we're going to skip me for a second, go down to Alvin. Hi, uh, I'm Alvin. You can find me anywhere rebranding as Skybreaker because my old username is uh, not allowed, really. Um, uh, yeah, I just play games. I'm a gremlin and I'm here to hang out with some friends and have some fun. Last but not, well, second to last but not least. Hi, I'm Dallas. You guys can find me, uh, most places as Sharky Hat. Uh, I do have a YouTube channel and when I can get my internet figured out and have a hookup, uh, back to Twitch. But I'm here. I've known these guys for a while now and recently met Haley here and she's wonderful so this is it this is our podcast Deca yeah and I am Jeremy um also known as Decavolti in most places uh I've had that username for like half my life at this point uh and that's a long time being 32 um you can find me on the internet at Decavolti uh wherever good Decavoltis are found um and I have a Patreon that I write that will be in the notes, I guess. Yeah, I'll put everybody's uh, uh, links um, and stuff into the you. description somewhere. and all that. Awesome. It'll be somewhere down here in the description. That's on oh. me. So. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, tabletop characters. They're just like us. Everybody has. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna. Do, I'm not gonna steal some from somebody yeah, that's else. Really scary, accurate for mine. So I feel called out already. Everyone has one, and they all stink. Everyone has one. They're just like us. Wash your characters, kids. <laughs> Delete your art. All right, gotten all, got all the draw few things out. Um, we're all we've all played uh, Dungeons and Dragons or some form of tabletop gaming over the years. So uh, probably in this basically the same order. We're just going to go around, say uh, our favorite character, uh, what some shenanigans they've gotten into, you know, race class, uh, that sort of thing, inspirations. Um, and we'll just go back in the same order. Uh, so originally I was going to talk about my current character here, uh, Atticus, who's a tiefling cleric um, being played in a campaign with Decca being run by Sharky. Um, but we're still getting through his whole arc and developing him, so it's it's a little more difficult to talk about him at the moment. Um, so I'm going to talk about one that Haley knows a lot about because uh, she was in this campaign as well. Um, 
I had a human paladin by the name of <laughs> Anders really Tallstag. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she did. And, uh, <laughs> So the the inspiration for Anders, uh, he actually he started out as a human fighter, um, and was inspired by a song by I believe it's Dispatch called "The General," um, and basically the the gist of the song is that uh, there's this old war general who has a fever dream one night uh, on the eve of a battle, and realizes that all this fighting that he's doing, leading these young men into war and everything, just isn't worth it he's leading young men to die he's going against young men that are going to die and he just wakes up and rallies his troops and it's just like go home just leave i'll deal with this myself <laughs> i'll deal with the consequences i'll figure it all out there's no need for anyone to die and uh so in doing that and kind of going through that process he sort of evolved into a paladin from that point um and so early character levels, he's just sort of like figuring out what it means to be a paladin, what it is now that he sort of, I guess, in a sense, betrayed his kingdom by just deciding to not fight. Um, and he's still trying to be an honorable man and trying to do the right thing. Um, and he gets sucked into Ravenloft through all of this, As you um, do. which is a great place for a <laughs> paladin to be. Absolutely. Um, but given the fact that he's like a 63 year old man <laughs> and he he ends up with this this young ranger this young barbarian this relatively young monk as just like oh these are all babies these are all children <laughs> i need to protect all of these somehow dad um Team and Grandpa. he's 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 got this like ridiculous AC at level one. It gets up to like 21 or something. And he just gets crit constantly. Like <laughs> oh natural God, 20s. Please. Doesn't matter oh what his AC God. is. Just constantly getting smacked around. Um, it just reminds me of that one movie line. I think it's like Lethal Weapon or something. It's like, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> Anders in a character. <laughs> uh, a lot of his inspiration, like for shit that he would say would come from like Reinhardt They're just looking at Overwatch quotes and being like yeah that's about right you know it's, uh, it reminds me of uh, from Magic the Gathering Banalish Veteran um, here, it's I'll been a while picture. I'll put a picture in the Discord chat we'll link it somewhere no no it's, um, it's, it's just that it's guy yeah, so I think it's just more that's for you. For, that's for our sake. I can edit in uh, a picture here. Yeah, that's yeah, about right. That is <laughs> about right. You have to do it. Um, I, I think one of the, the most memorable moments of the campaign is uh, we're we're in this old abandoned house. Or like, <laughs> it's just, I love Haley's uh, reaction mansion. <laughs> to story time. And, uh, I was like, he better we, tell this story. <laughs> And we find uh, we find this like emaciated guy basically locked in this mansion. And we're like, all right, let's help this guy out. Let's get him back to a town, whatever. And we continue going through the mansion, trying to find our way out. And a trap gets set off and we get just like sealed in this hallway with like a dozen wraiths or something that come out <laughs> of the wall. And mind you, at this point, we're like level six. So <laughs> it is not a fight we're meant oh, to boy. win. 
I mean, you're oh. Raven. So, so we we try to stand our ground for a little bit, and like one person goes down. The next round, like two more people go down, or are very oh, close the, to down. And it's just like oh. the death spiral begins. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> the, the death spiral just started real quick. It's, it's like oh shit. It's like when one character goes side. down, it's just a steady exponentially like, drop. And it's, like so it's flies. like at this point, at this point, it's like me, the ranger who was Haley, and our barbarian still alive. Uh, and this so I'm like, things. all right, this isn't going to go well. I have to get all of these people out of here. And so he just looks at the ranger and it's like, just duck and roll. And he's like, what? And just grabs the ranger and tosses her out a window and just yeets her. <laughs> and he's like, all right, well, <laughs> that's one round. And he just looks at the barbarian. And he's like, can you get another one? And we just proceed to go through this. And eventually it's just me and the barbarian Seamus left. And Seamus goes down that round. And it's just like, oh, shit. I don't know if I can get us both out of here. Oh, no. So I look at the DM and I'm just like, so if I roll a high enough athletics, can I physically pick up this like pushing 300 pound barbarian and just dive out this window together? <laughs> and I'm able to do it. And like, I had to go past two attacks of opportunity to do it. I'm barely standing. We hit the ground. Both of us are unconscious. Haley's the only one that's conscious out of the party of like five, six people just from the fall damage at this point. <laughs> and it's like, well, we're not dead. I don't know if we're alive, but we're not dead. <laughs> just like Monty Python. It's like, we're not dead yet. It's just Ravenloft in a nutshell, to be honest. Mm -hmm. uh, but Anders, Anders was great and met nearly met his end multiple times in that campaign uh between either like pulling a party member out of danger or like there was a session i missed and Haley was piloting anders that session and i just get like a frantic like text message or phone call and it's like hey you've been picked up by a rock <laughs> what do i do <laughs> and i was just like uh, hang on and i'm just like flipping through my character sheet on my phone and i was like all right it's probably not gonna work but i have sanctuary <laughs> it's a long shot and just anders lived by the skin of his teeth so many times Amazing. i just i personally have like paladins are my favorite characters to like mm -hmm. play all the time so i have like an attachment to the paladin class and every single paladin I play is always like that. It's always like I'm like the last one standing or I'm barely living with like one health <laughs> or like two death saving throws and I'm like on my last one. Like it's always something stupid like that. So I feel Anders pain. But I, love him, I love him immensely. Or the immediately. last paladin I played are, has died. Uh, I remember having pain. this like for this week backup plan because i was like anders is gonna die at some point he's gonna do something to save this party or at least a party member and like i i need to save him so i had this backup plan of like i have the secondary character i'm gonna introduce i don't really <laughs> care about them they're gonna be like from ravenloft so they're barely a person anyway <laughs> and Not i was wrong. just like 
I was going to talk to the, the DM and be like, I want this to be around for like two, three sessions, and then I want you to just kill them off. <laughs> and then everyone's going to be like, oh my god, you lost two characters real quick, what are you going to do? And then I was going to have Anders come back as like a revenant and just be like, I'm stuck in Ravenloft. I can't leave here. But I'll be damned if I'm going to let the rest of you end up stuck here as well. I'm the Ravenloft now. (laughs) That's pretty good. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And and it never came to fruition. And you can tell by like Haley's reaction that that's the first time she was hearing about it. at every fight whenever it started going south i would just be like messaging you on discord being like what are we gonna do we're all gonna die that was like the first campaign i ever played in was a ravenloft campaign oh so i was like D is scary Ooh. and it's sad and like no matter how good you do it sucks anyway <laughs> that's ravenloft that's yeah we did uh tomb of annihilation so it like didn't get better oh, no. oh, God. Nope. <laughs> We won. At what cost? <laughs> Everything. Literally. Um, anyone have any other questions about Anders before we move on? I just want to have a really quick anecdote that the next character that Charlie played in one of our uh, campaigns was named Charm. So his two characters were Charmanders. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I like love that. that Fantastic. A hundred percent beautiful. <laughs> The best thing is, I absolutely did not do it on purpose. <laughs> Next character was a T-Flank, which is no you know, surprise to anybody here. Given Charlie, like, given Charlie, I believe him. <laughs> that he didn't do it on purpose. Oh. I've also known like, Charlie oh, for this, a hot minute here. This is going to be a T-Flank sorcerer. He's going to have a really high charisma. Like, yeah, charm. He's the charm of the party. He's the face of the party. Let's go with that. And like Keep session one, they're like, charm Anders. I see what you did there. And I was like, Motherfucker, I did do that. It was completely <laughs> unconscious. Just yep, absolutely. I, I I can't tell you how many like secondary characters I've had every time I've played a paladin. I'm just like they're gonna die. <laughs> it's gonna happen. So I just have like a bunch of secondary characters I never used. They just they were there. And I'm like okay. I just used it all this time to make secondary characters. Don't get to all see right. them ever. All right. Um... <laughs> Let's go to Haley with her character. Well, coming off of how great and like how much forethought went into Anders, you get my current uh, wild magic human sorcerer, Jamie, who, which if my autofocus would stop being silly. <laughs> great. Am I just going to be blurry? There oh, we go. Hi, I'm back. <laughs> uh, we have production she... quality. Production quality of a webcam I've used twice now. (laughs) Uh, Human wild magic sorcerer, Jamie, who I am kind of closet cosplaying today. Uh, She is a, like, walking human disaster. Uh, She has the, like, I guess, like, nobility sort of background where it's like, my papa drives an Austin Martin, but then, like, (laughs) ran away from home. And it's just like a teen runaway who's now like an adult and has to be like, how do I even be a person? How do and I do people things? How do I do people things? Does she show through like, adult? Latte? She, her, so her main character motivations are, I want everyone to notice me all the time, but also never look at me ever. <laughs> uh, 
which is really hilarious to play as because I want to use these spells, but I've worked out with my DM that instead of just having like the wild magic surge be whenever I use a spell slot, if I say like during the game, I'm like, yeah, she's pretty anxious about this one, wild magic goes off. Or like, I'm not feeling the most confident in this situation. We'll roll me that wild magic die. Uh, the so, mental health uh, so wild mental magic. Health. <laughs> she, she, like the person who plays her, is anxious AF. So it's a, it's a real Scarlet Witch situation. Mm -hmm, I like yes. how your core character concept is like Strodinger's extrovert, where I want to be <laughs> the attention, but I don't. Well, well, she she wants to get attention because she's trying to find the person that she like ran off with that like dumped her basically like she was in this relationship with this really terrible person and then he was like hey you can't get your magic together bye and then just like ditches her in the middle of where they were hiding out and now she's like well i have to prove that i'm good at magic so he'll like me again and then accidentally stumbled into a situation where we now have tricked a gold dragon into giving us as much money as we could ever want so we're just like adventuring for something to do now so uh, she's like, well, I guess I can get everybody's attention by just, like, having the coolest stuff ever. Because our <laughs> wizard, she's like, I'm never going to be as good as our wizard. He, uh, because he's a wizard playing um, uh, Dungeon of the Mad Mage, he has, like, every spell ever. And <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm not going to be the best magic user in this group. But I can occasionally cause problems by accident. So she just accidentally causes problems and steals every valuable off of anything ever, including the bed sheets. She's done that several times. So she's a klepto. She just, we own a pub and she's like, I want this to be a nicer pub. So if we find like a nice set of like satin <laughs> sheets, she's going to take them maybe for herself, maybe for the pub. She hasn't decided yet, but her bag of holding yeah. is just like nice pillows and bed sheets. Goals. have all this money i could buy anything we need to fix this pub up it's it's the or, reverse it's the postage. reverse socialism it's steal from the poor to give to the rich <laughs> no she no she she's steal so that's we're, just we're amazon under mountain he's stealing from from the drow who have like all this nice stuff and then she's like we have a goblin at our party and anytime we find people who've enslaved goblins we're like all right genocide it is <laughs> oh my god and we that just should not, for violence. That, that <laughs> should not violence. be the first course of action. <laughs> there's and a couple like, steps have... you have to hit before yeah, genocide, a, there's, usually. There's an escalation <laughs> diplomacy the genocide. <laughs> like we have we have a barbarian who can't speak common and can only speak through the wizard because they both can speak dwarven. Oh the wizard God. whose main motivation right now is, and I quote, I want to drag my balls across Halister's head. So I'm hanging out with our druid, who is an 11-year-old child that we're just traumatizing. Uh, <laughs> just kind of trying to figure out, like, what are we doing morally in this party besides just, like, ganking on Undermountain for fun? I'm and... waiting on the realization of, are we the bad guys? <laughs> oh, no, we fully... I, my character, like, I have her journal here, which is just full of my own chaos notes. Uh, I literally have been planning with my DM for, like, two months how to kill our wizard should the time come for it because i i am worried Haley is worried that our wizard is gonna be like cool we've killed hallister i'm hallister now and i was like i can't let that happen that would I'm be a, i'm under the worst. Now. <laughs> i'm i'm ready for the I'm wild magic shenanigans i i think my favorite wild magic shenanigan that's happened so far uh which 
we all want me to turn to a potted plant because we think that it's the best one it's the best yeah, one absolutely. Um, but it's it keeps like working blam. out that my wild magic keeps being accidentally helpful and everyone thinks i'm better at magic than i actually am like, oh, we were no. in a really tight spot and i was like i'm gonna like one thing that she does a lot when she she has like 12 armor class she's like real petite and windy uh anytime she wants to like feel like she's more secure she invokes the power of sailor moon and that protects her and uh one time i was invoking the power of sailor moon and casting like something like a level one something and i was like i'm scared right now and he's like roll the wild magic and it was uh blink so i was able to move around and they're like whoa that was a really clutch move you did i'm like yes definitely on purpose and something i can definitely repeat I mean, yeah. to be fair, sorcerers are charisma casters. They don't have to be smart or wise. They just have to be no, apparently she, good she at it. Neither of them. She is neither of those things. She just gets it's off just... on just like knowing people and being more intimidating than our Goliath Barbarian on a regular basis by just like using prestidigitation to look like Storm from the X-Men and just <laughs> saying, just being really confident and being like, can I speak to your manager? This is, this is absolutely ridiculous. Oh, Our no. latest adventure is we're going through, I think we're on like level 13 or something. I forget how deep we are at this point. Uh, she, we are, we just leveled up to level 13 and we're going through this like fortress of hobgoblins and we don't feel like fighting because we're like, this is no. So I was like, we're with the union. Can you tell us if they've implemented your dental plan yet? And they're like, no, actually we don't have dental yet. And I'm like, Oh yes, the Shrek oh, Two plan. <laughs> I literally, I literally asked the wizard. I was like, "Should I just go full Shrek right now?" He's like, "Do it." So we literally have the Shrek Two. Like lie. We, we put, we had the druid, druid craft out of wildflowers, like a symbol of like the hobgoblin union, and we're just like strolling through. <laughs> oh, and God. anyone who doesn't listen to me, I'm just like lightning bolt die. <laughs> it's very aggressive union. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was like, "We can't let you through that door," and I was like, "I can't do, I can't let you keep breathing." <laughs> so then we I got. I can't to let the door. you keep breathing. <laughs> I can't let you keep breathing is that is that is up there with I'm gonna allow you to self actualize before I do this to you. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah, There's a reason so... adventurers guilds are just like constantly recruiting same union. Yeah, so <laughs> we're we we are the hobgoblin union. And it's all just me just talking out of my ass and mm -hmm. rolling high on charisma checks. So she has like a 20 charisma right now. That's, so. the, that's the thing, though. Sorcerers, the sorcerer's just, dream. Sorcerers don't have to be good at it. <clears throat> they just have to do whatever they're supposed to be good at well. <laughs> so yep, that's, that's, that's high charisma. You just got to convince everybody else that you're good at it. I don't yep. need to have skill. I'm pretty. <laughs> literally we got into someone else's tomb during the i think the dragon heist portion of it mm -hmm. and it was literally like um hi i totally like need to get into this uh crypt thingy because i have this like super dumb project i have to do for like wizard academy or whatever like on my family tree <laughs> or something charm person we were in <laughs> as, You'll love as to somebody see as somebody who just finished running uh dragon heist I, I know all the things you're talking about as you're going through it. So I was like, damn. <laughs> damn. Literally. Because you're like level you're like level five when you get to the to the gold dragon. So like yeah, Jesus I, Christ. I went all in on charisma because I was like, I've been I was a barbarian in the campaign before it and I 
the only fun thing about being a barbarian for me is I had a dinosaur named Dennis with a Y, the danger chicken, and uh, which is a whole other story. But I wanted to be able to like talk more and have people not think I was an idiot, but mm. I just went charisma instead of actually making myself smart. <laughs> You'll love you to do. hear that. Uh, yeah. Just, yeah, we, I, just stat dump, and then you, maybe you'll get good at something. Yeah, you just gotta bounce between job. the extremes. You're just like, all right, I was a barbarian who was just dumb. Now I just gotta play a himbo, so I'm like dumb, but on the <laughs> other end of the spectrum. <laughs> she she is kind of, I guess, whatever the, the female equivalent of a himbo is. I wouldn't say she's a bimbo. She's a bim- it's, it's a bimbo. She, she, she dresses rather conservatively, because she's it's, like... Uh, I want to be noticed for like my a herbo. That's what it is. She's a herbo. Yeah, she she doesn't want to be noticed for like her actual existence. She just wants to be like, whoa, that girl did cool magic. She's like, yeah, tell everybody you know, but also like, don't look at me. Witness me, but also don't perceive me. She's a herbo, so (laughs) she doesn't she doesn't eat meat then. Oh no, uh, she does. She eats meat. She uh, where's my gun? You're an adventurer. <laughs> Now's it's like time. you're an adventurer. You're going to eat a mine. So. Yeah, we we do. We get into Dennis. No, less. Oh, Dennis the chicken. Oh God, we can talk about danger chicken some other day. That that would be an entire like saga. Oh boy, let's be fed. He made it all the way through. Through the series, <laughs> we're just gonna have a supercut of like the, the danger chicken. You know how The Simpsons has that like series on the TV that's going on in the background, and you can kind of piece it together. <laughs> yeah, same it's... thing with Dennis. Dennis, it's the the McBain. Yeah, this Rest is your heads up. Uh, then the Dennis lore together. drop for Dennis this episode is his name is spelled like the restaurant Denny's. <laughs> Give me my face. Mm. Your camera's That's taking, the opposite taking... of your face. There it goes. There you go. Your camera's listening to your story, and it's like, don't oh, perceive geez. her. <laughs> <laughs> but don't perceive her. I'll, I'll learn how to use my webcam before we film again. All right. Um, does anyone else have any questions for the lovely sorcerer that's in the Undermountain right now? Oh, God, I hope not. Uh, All right. You're a picture. Your most, that's a pretty good picture. most memorable wild magic. My most memorable wild magic? Oh god. Um probably when I was at like 10 hit points and we were trying to beat something that we shouldn't have been trying to fight and rolled wild magic do. and it was the fireball detonated on yourself. Oh god. <laughs> but oh, my DM took mercy on me because he is a merciful god. Uh and let me use all of my sorcery points to let my party who we were all really clumped up uh auto save on the saving throw so only i went unconscious <laughs> <laughs> they're like well that was really cool but like you can put it away from yourself and i'm like new spell, <laughs> new spell. <laughs> i love that <laughs> all right there's nothing else then we will move on to alvin um so this is definitely one of my more recent characters i don't play D as much as i think you guys do so my characters are kind of far and few between but um i wanted to do a uh fantasy high sort of adaptation from dimension 20 it was my first dimension 20 like campaign i fell in love with it immediately so i got some friends together um and i ran the campaign um and i wanted to make an npc i wanted you know somebody kind of like a the the big bad but like 
for school. So I made a half orc uh, cler warc cleric. And his whole backstory was like his family, his human side of the family came from like a long lineage of like war clerics, sort of like, you know, like the army, like family. Um, and he's like oh, the next wow. one in line. Um, he he was the captain legacy. of. Yeah, exactly. He was uh, the captain of the Skull Kicker team, which I made like soccer, but fantasy, right? Um, and he, I think one of the most memorable moments I had with him is like, we they were having tryouts and they were, you know, just sort of like harassing the new freshmen and stuff like that. And as you do. Yeah, as you do, you know, um, making them run drills and stuff like that. And he was hazing them and like giving them noogies and shit. And um he crit on one of his like noogie like checks <laughs> um and some of the pcs were like really clumsy so they were like taking like a couple points of damage but they were everybody's level one so like they only have like a handful of hit points you have like sub 17 i think at max because yeah of, like, d12 like, plus yeah. five for a barbarian so yeah anything below and, a 17 yeah so like you know it's just a little bit of damage here a little bit of damage there from running drills and stuff like that it, it wasn't intended for like oh you're gonna be at one hit point you know for the rest of your school day but um he crit and like noogied one of the pcs unconscious and like their body like hit the ground everybody's just like staring and he's like what do i do he's like i'm a war cleric i don't actually know how to heal people yet like <laughs> i have a I'm mace. doctor but i'm not that kind of doctor <laughs> the dice giveth the dice taketh away yeah and it was it was just fun because it's like the pcs are like what do we do they're unconscious like it's the it's the first day of school what the fuck do we do so you really paid attention to that first episode of dimension 20 uh, absolutely really it it just i don't know it uh, dimension 20 was so good to me fantasy high was so good and i just really wanted to run a campaign but that was my character um he he's just kind of an asshole all around and he got kind of got better towards the end um we never finished the campaign because i started work and stuff but yeah he got a little better not much just a little it, it reminds me of uh that I don't know if it's a vine or a tech type. You're talking to a future Marine in the United States Marine Corps or whatever, however it goes. Future U.S. Army soldier. That's it. I, yeah, he he's that's pretty much all it was. Like he he just played like the son of a veteran, and like my grandpa, my grandpa's grandpa, and his grandpa were like fought in whatever war I was making up at the time. And, my father and my father's father and my father's father's father uh, yeah and every dan but not like self-actualized <laughs> yeah. yeah he uh had a lot less self-awareness than lieutenant dan did so oh, but i love that i definitely don't play as much D D as you guys so i don't have as many stories about him um other than that i really like him i wanted him to be better but he just he rolled too good sometimes <laughs> That happens. Give redemption arcs. That's true. I'll say I absolutely have a soft spot for like fantasy mythical high school settings. So like <laughs> fantasy high. Um, my friend made a custom like World of Darkness one that we did. Uh, watching like uh, Monster Hearts when Critical Role did uh, Cinderbrush. Mm -hmm. It's like all of those things. It's like oh yeah. 
I remember how much high school sucked. Yeah, one of now the, let's uh, add in the fact that I'm a vampire. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, one of the games that uh, Evan is running, uh, Tulio's player, we were playing Cypher, and uh, it's basically my hero in Sky High, where we're all super. I love that. We're all superheroes in a high school. In our class, the PC specifically are the uh, delinquent class. All the kids that come in with a history. <laughs> And it's like, we're just going to put it all together. And it's like, that's not going to backfire at all. That's, a, that's the worst so. idea. Go so else. Yes. yes yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm an academic. Uh, <laughs> where did you envision uh, that character going if you had finished the campaign? I was, I really wanted him to have um, a redemption arc. I really wanted him to come in like clutch, like at the end, sort of, I mean, like fantasy high, but like, he he was the big bad for the the students and then he comes in and like has the self-actualization has a self-realization that you know he can be different than the rest of his family and do good um not fighting so that's sort of what i wanted to do with him um i'm hoping i can get give him that redemption one day um but yeah, I just wanted him to like really come in clutch. Like when the PCs were like on their last like legs, he comes in and like heals everybody, gives everybody like an inspiration boost, and like really just like is like fuck you to like you know the big uh, big bad evil guy. Nice, guys. I learned the healing spell. <laughs> I, I figured it out. Mass mass healing word. Like I got it, guys. I did it. It smites everybody by accident. Fuck! Oh wait, no, sorry, wrong, wrong, rage. Wrong, wrong, wrong one. <laughs> can I can I get a redo? Run it back. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I think I think I'd want to if I get the chance. I'd like to do another fantasy high sort of based campaign, either play in it or DM it. But yeah, that's that's Ooh. super cool. All right. Uh, the penultimate person here. What's up, Sharky Hat? You're the one that kind of kept it from everyone else. They're like, "Nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it and wait, save it for the show." Go yeah, because like everyone's like posting paragraphs, and it's like that's gonna kind of take away from the reveals. <laughs> uh, I can sorry, assure I you, mine you. did I changed not. It up for I, I thought long and hard about which character of mine was my favorite to play, and I think I'm going to have to go with my tiefling from my friend Jig's campaign that we finished. And it was the first campaign we finished, so I got a bronze miniature made of him uh, from Hero Forge. So it was like the $90 like bronze miniature. Oh my and god, I was like, yes. I'm going to start wow. like trophying my characters whenever we finish campaigns. But uh, I didn't start the campaign with the rest of the group. I came in a little bit later, and my character can only be described as chaotic. Uh, he didn't have a goal. I with the party he was just along for the ride and uh, my friend worked into the story um a member of his family was like involved with everything so it's like cool i have an actual stake like in the story despite not being there for the setup and all that and uh mr uh, morthos i pulled from the book i didn't kind of think of a name for him uh had a cowboy hat it was a warlock of the uh a warlock of the fiend and we ended the campaign at level 20. Uh, we played it for about a year and a half. Yeah. So I win 18 Warlock, 2 Paladin, 
Egg dedicated him as a uh, there was a uh, oath of the Hellsworn, uh, like custom class that I found. Basically, it's a paladin of the nine hells. So I was like, cool. Let's just commit oh, to the. Yeah. Let's just commit to his service to Osmodeus and just make him a paladin warlock. But uh, the road to that uh, had several moments. I'm very happy about of slapping a boss across the face with a scroll of planar shift oh and God. taking them away from their power source, uh, oh which was preceded by writing a earth elemental through the ground and basically Kool-Aid manning into the arena, <laughs> which was then followed by me by it throwing me at the enemy in order to slap them in the face. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So it was like the earth elemental came in, launched me at him, and it was just with a scroll. A Be gone, fuck! It was just like action at, movie. Just like sitting on the ground, like we did it. <laughs> like, and there was like other, other uh, things that happened. He was like the when everything's going to shit. He's like, I'm gonna see what this does. And usually led to something being blown up or. Uh, something else happening. Uh, it got to the point where it was Crown of Stars and Eldritch Blast just being like a Metcross missile attack with energy beams. Because <laughs> it gets to the point you have four uh, Eldritch Blasts for your cantrip. So it's just that, and I think no, it was a uh, 18 Warlock. Oh, that's what happened. It was a uh, 18 Warlock two fighter because we got the deck of many things. And Morthos drew the fate card, which lets you do something, and I fucked the timeline. <laughs> so uh, we were allowed to do we, we were allowed to do a change to our character to reflect like what happened since a key element was taken out of the past. And I was like, can my key element be not being a warlock at level one? <laughs> And that's what I put all the points in the paladin. <laughs> so. Oh my god. And it was like, you know what? I'll allow it. So the last fight, I'm just running around as a team paladin 2 fighter. And I was like, this guy changed the timeline and got muscles. So. But uh, that campaign ended. And I've used it as kind of a setup for my world. Where Morthos does exist in the campaign world. Because all the worlds are their own thing in the multiverse. Uh, and he's currently going around the multiverse, spreading a bunch of gold coins because they trapped uh, Dune, the god of chaos, into 30,000 gold coins. And he's just been going around to different universes and chucking them into places. So they, can't put, their, they can't put their god back together. He's the and that's, uh, Oprah of the multiverse. You get a gold and, uh, coin, you get that's a gold why coin. It, that's why in my campaign setting, it's using more of the Pathfinder story where their big chaotic god is uh, Ravagug instead of Therosdune. Because Therosdune doesn't exist in that multiverse because Morthos trapped him. <laughs> you took great. the lessons learned from uh, Voldemort's Horcruxes and applied them. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm going to yeah. apply them, but I'm also going to just apply them across many different universes in the multiverse. It's just like... That is wild. Ain't nobody finding this god. Listen, I'll always take an opportunity to dunk on Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, there's... There was a point... Like uh, this... There was a... 
thing with uh Kevin was playing in that campaign for a little bit, uh playing uh character Diego, because he's just all about Rotel Dorado. He has Diego. He had Diego, now he has Tulio in this campaign. Uh-huh. Um Oh boy. But like they were like those two were like best friends and he was just always uh screwing with Diego when he could. So it was uh it was fun. Uh we got to a point where the other players were like Honestly, Dallas is the main character at this point. We're just along for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so wild. Like, he's gonna... coming coming from like not like not even knowing you're staking it to like being the main character. Yeah, they were like, whatever he's going to do, it's somehow going to work. So we're just we're gonna go along with whatever Morthos wants to do at this point. <laughs> it's worked out every time in the past, so we have no reason to doubt it this time. The DMP it's a DMPC thing. You spend all this time like I have a good idea for a player, and then you finally get it, and you're like, I got this. DM like, Brain just keeps optimizing it. I think it's just more dumb luck for me as a player that things work out the way that they do, especially with roles, because when we played a uh, an Anima game, it's another mm-hmm. system, my character there had a minor chance of completely paralyzing a boss with a vial of poison. Mm-hmm. And... He threw it. It was a good roll for the throw. And then my friend running the game rolled the worst he could to try to resist it. So he was like, I had planned like a long, like two hour fight so we could fill up this session. There was going to be like phases and stuff and he just can't fight anymore. And I was like, cool. Sorry. I ruined your boss battle five minutes into the start of the game. I started the fight. I now have no sympathy for you as a DM anymore, Sharky. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. It's just the what was it? The moment it's just like, hey, uh, or Kevin's like, hey, Dallas, I have a Sentinel now as a feat, and I'm like, what? Because I didn't know that he took it as at the level up. And I was like, what does this do again? It's like, oh, it stops him from moving away from the threat range, and I was like, oh, well, this boss is just going to get stomped now because he can't leave. <laughs> so. Terrible. It was like, well, that's that's the thing. But uh, yeah, I love Morthos, and I have him uh in my closet in my miniature box. He's just a bronze, immortalized uh, forever. Yeah, he's a he has his cowboy hat, a tiefling cowboy hat. He has a Diego sword because that's what got him his first level of fighter. As I leveled up and started using a Diego sword as a weapon, but I was like, I'm gonna start doing this. I'm gonna start making trophies of all these minis that I complete campaigns with. That's actually a really cool idea. I have I have all of mine on Hero Forge. It's just it's just a matter of like when I get the funds to be able to do it. Yeah. But yes, that's I mean, the, that's the plan. It was like ninety bucks and I think it was like multiple weeks to receive it. Mm-hmm. But it came hard. out nice. Like it's bronze, so it's like there's no real like detail. It's just a shape. So it's a vague bronze shape of your tiefling. Like it, there's still like enough detail in it to. Oh, it's like it's a like it's like a little statue, and you can just like put it in like one of your settings one day, yeah. and it's like he's just a hero. Yeah, but that was that, that was fun. That was a fun campaign. If anybody else have any questions one, about Morthos, the 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 weird Asmodeus worshipping paladin, I just I think more campaigns need more like funny time travel multiverse sort of ideas behind them because i love the idea of multiverse and like time traveling but i'm not like intelligent enough to like figure it out 
I think what I can't remember exactly what I had done with the fate card. I think I was holding it, and the party was arguing, and he asked the question, "Well, what if it wasn't this guy behind it all?" And that's what it affected it because it completely removed that guy from the situation at hand. He's just gone. So my friend was so Jake was like, "Oh fuck, I need to figure out like who's actually behind this now because it's not him anymore." So. And uh, we'll call the session there, guys. Yeah, he called it. We took like a two-week break so he could figure out, like, using what we've had in the campaign so far to kind of, like, put things into, like, a new perspective. Nothing I've planned. your fate. Would you? Would you? <laughs> we, uh, we were playing pretty fast and loose with that deck of many things. I think we drew, like, nine cards out of it. Jesus Christ. So... It was like, draw good card and draw good card. It's like, my There's turn, draw. cards where you could just straight up die in that thing. The, uh, one of the girls that we were playing with, her character suddenly had a knight standing next to her, and he's like, I've come to assist you. Because yeah. she got the knight, she got the retainer, uh, like, card. And that guy was with us. He was with us in the final battle. He leveled up with the party. Oh my god. Wow, that's so funny. That reminds me of like the TikTok that's like, when will you realize that your actions have consequences? Uh all right. Well nothing else for for the for the boy. Come on, Decker. Tell us your favorite. Yeah, tell us. One thing for Morthos. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So normally, like, if you separate like divine entities and everything, right? Don't they like normally want to try to force themselves back together? Oh yeah. So they're just like this, like spiral of gold coins across this multiverse, just very slowly converging. It has to get through, you know, the thing that separates the multiverses. So we'll find a way. Just I think imagine I, some like warlock is like holds a gold coin in. That's that's the that's the think, uh, arcane focus. I think Kevin uh, built upon that ending of that campaign in one of his one shots, where I think uh, he had Tiamat like sitting on a oddly familiar stack of gold coins. Oh no! I think is what he described oh, no. as. So Kevin was like doing something with that thread. Oh boy. Oh, no. I can just, like I can like visualize it like in my head like 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 it's a movie scene like <laughs> the, with the post like, zooming out yeah it's yeah. very sort of like um like Pirates of the Caribbean right where just all the golds yeah. coming together and it's yeah. like that one the party warlock off. probably has that last piece <laughs> it's a necklace yeah it's uh this thing I was like hey Jake yeah it's like campaign's over right yeah. I got 30,000 gold coins. Can I, like, shove him into them? <laughs> and it was like, I think because also I had a, I think it came from, one of us had a ring of wishes. So I think it was uh, getting the genie that wouldn't dick us over, like, whatever that role was. So I was like, put him into these. After he was weakened enough, Dune so put him somewhere else. <laughs> Casually fight Theris Dune and then convert him into gold coins. Yeah, it's the exchange so. rate on that. Maybe like trying to think back piece. to it, I was like, God, a lot happened to like get to that point. So, all right, all right. Well, I guess it's my turn. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna tell you guys about a little story about a little guy named Conception. Um, Conception is probably one of my absolute favorite characters, and I mean this 
in no way am I dissing like two or Salvador or anybody else I've made, but like I can put conception anywhere in any of my D D games and it just makes sense. <laughs> um Conception is a millennia old halfling who is uh the latest reincarnation of his best friend's friend who is his patron. His best friend is his patron. Uh somehow. Um his his name is Kismet. Um and um he just keeps going along going along the line uh uh trying to stop this in in the game I play him in uh trying to stop whatever uh evil is going on right now just the latest in a millennia old line of like ha- uh halfling warlocks is just trying to do some um he is currently level 3 undying warlock level 3 phantom rogue uh phantom rogue is the latest one that came out of uh yeah. tasha's uh, it's really cool because you can just like you sneak attack somebody and then you say I want to do half my sneak attack to that target. Yeah, it's a pretty cool uh, subclass. It's it's really cool. Um, and I can just like um, and then uh, so one of the one of the things that I've done with Conception is uh, I at, when he hit level three uh, Phantom Rogue, I was like, how am I gonna do this? So I talked to my DM. I was like, what if on watch he just fucking stopped breathing? <laughs> He just died. I was oh thinking about God. the, uh, you can sneak attack and, like, send half of it. It's just, like, a guy in the distance, like, what are you gonna do, stab me? No, I'm gonna stab him. And he's doing it, and it's, like, the, <laughs> the wound appearing in the guy, so I'm like, ah, God damn it. Um, yeah, that's kind of what happens. Um, so, like, uh, he, yeah, he just, like, one day on a long rest, uh, he was next to his buddy, he's, like, having a nice conversation, like, hey, buddy, I'm glad you're still here. And then he, like, clangs his side. Because his buddy's a Warforged. He's like, clangs him on the <laughs> side, and then he just stops breathing. <laughs> Oops. And then they were, they were, they were like, on the cusp of burying me. They'd put me, like, on a tent, <laughs> on, in, like, a tent somewhere. Like, to, to like, get the was, burial preparation set up. Was their first response? It's like, he stopped breathing. Wasn't trying to, let's resuscitate him. It's just dispose the body. <laughs> like, just get know. rid it was, of him. It was, it was a while. It was like, they tried cure woundsing. Uh. Um... One of so the sorcerer happened to have like a token that lets him cast revivify, but he waited past the minute to use it. <laughs> I do love uh, just the ass concept though. It's like falls over, stops breathing, and then it just cuts to the party kicking him into like a shallow grave <laughs> instead of trying to like revive him. <laughs> just, oh no, it was any better. <laughs> no, we legit like I I stopped my character stopped breathing and I turned off my webcam. I was like I went and fake rolled stats. <laughs> I like I like committed to this. It's um, the long con. Yeah, like and then the and, and, of characters and, come back multiple times now. And uh, and we uh, so we what happened is we we took a break because like I could see it on my on my party's face like some of them were legitimately crying. No, oh, no. So I was like, okay, let's let's take a, let's take let's take ten. Um, and then they got, and they got, we came back and they finished, like, burial preparations. They were getting ready to, like, put me, like, in the, in this grave that they made. And they were getting ready to, like, say words. And the, the Warforge went to go get me. And my hand just goes, buddy, I can, I can wake myself up. Thank you. <laughs> like, we spent all this money on your funeral. <laughs> I just. You did, like, a player character? Yeah, I'm a player character. 
I was like, oh, like it's the dungeon. I was like, that's hilarious. Like, pull nope, that prank. I'm a, a player character. A player character. Great. Yeah. Like, oh fuck. Wow. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I just that's like wild. grabbed him by the wrist. I was like, no, no, no. And then like he like looked at he looked up. He's like, I don't know any of you because you know, just like playing into it some more because it was a diff- <laughs> it was like a different ghost in his body. But what happened is they casted legend lore on me. And even information that I, the player character, didn't have about my <laughs> character, I now have. That's how I know that he's a millennial old halfling walking around, like, trying to fix this shit. Um, just the latest incarnation. I um, love that, like, he's, like, unintention- unintentionally, like, a voodoo, like, witch doctor. <laughs> very much reminded me of that post that's, like, how do you tell poisonous versus venomous? And it like goes through the like, if it bites oh, yeah. you, it's venomous. If you bite it, it's poisonous. And it's like, what if I bite myself and it dies? That's voodoo. That's voodoo. That's voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> the last, the so, last one, the whole thing. It's just like, what if we bite each other and neither of us die? That's kinky. That's just kinky. <laughs> um, so one of the funniest things that's actually happened to him actually happened like this Saturday when I just played him. Um. We were we were on, we were on an airship. We're trying to get to like a town, and this portal just opens up in front of us, and like these fucking pterodactyls come running at us, and they have to get through the shield to like there's like, like a shield battery. They have to get through that first. So we're like fighting them off. It's like a pretty back and forth battle. Um, I stand. I'm standing on the shoulders of because one of them is like 30 feet up. So I stand on the shoulders of my warforged buddy, who's about six seven feet tall. Like I've got like 20 feet on my shadow blade. Uh, that that's a regular hit, right? Uh, in Tasha's, there's an ability called Steady Aim for Rogues. So I use Steady Aim. I give myself advantage on on the hit. Bam! Proc sneak attack. I'm like, cool. I did good damage. Uh, but the problem with Steady Aim is you cannot move after that. Uh, you your movement speed becomes zero for that round because you're like getting getting the shot ready. Yeah, it's um, like a. It's also like the Tabaxi's like movement speed is like the cat has to stop before it can move fast again. Yeah. Uh, so the next round goes around, uh, a pterodactyl dive bombs me, hits me, knocks me unconscious. The way these pterodactyl work is, if they knock me unconscious, they eat me. So I'm in this thing's mouth, getting ready to be digested. It gets to the other side of the airship, stops there for the turn, and then the paladin comes and stabs the thing, and is like, with its death knell, mouth opens, my body comes out and starts flying off the airship. (laughs) This is fine. This yeah, is fine. I'm, I'm unconscious. I'm vibing. Um, they so someone feather falls me like immediately. So instead of falling like 500 feet a second, I'm falling uh 60 feet uh, or 500 feet around. I'm falling 60 feet around. Um, just still not great. But um, someone like polymorphed into like a giant eagle and, went, and like went and got me. It was wild. Thank you, Gandalf. <laughs> you, my god that halfling is flying no he's falling with style <laughs> <laughs> it just cuts to him and it's like the like just unconscious like falling through the <laughs> air <Ragdoll. Ragdoll. laughs> yeah. so like so like my uh so the druid in the party casted healing word on him to like get him to consciousness yeah. uh so he's like up at 7 hp like assessing his situation like oh not again and I, I like to, I like as a millennia old halfling to say things like, he, he like says cryptic things like, um, well, this ain't the first time this happened. 
Probably won't be the last time either. It's just like when I was here. It's just the air, air, it's like pterodactyls, airships, and it's like, what kind of life have you lived? <laughs> airships were only invented in the last like 50 years. What do you mean this isn't the first time it's happened? If I had two gold pieces for every time I was attacked by pterodactyls on an airship, I'd have, I'd have four gold, four gold which pieces. isn't a lot of gold, but it is like a lot how of you... times for this to happen. <laughs> right. I, like, I like how you described the portal opening up in front of the airship. It instantly reminded me of a terminal montages, subspace emissary. Like a it's portal a of... up, the <laughs> airship's of... going in and then a bunch of pterodactyls or something come yeah, out. Yeah, that's exactly how that <laughs> happened. Uh, now you have to post a gift like here or something. Uh, oh, man. Uh, I like how yeah, out of this we had... What three paladin? Ultimately, like I had my warlock, but he became yeah. a paladin. Mm-hmm. We had Charlie's paladin, Alvin's paladin, and uh, paladins are fun. Haley's, paladins, man. Haley's <laughs> ranger or barbarian, and then the rogue. So it's Locker. like yeah, barbarian, and now I'm a sorcerer. Yeah, it's just like well, there's the there's the paladin love, being that player in the party. It would have been Ick, but like I, I'm not done with that campaign yet, so I don't want to talk about him yet. And I'm not done with Conception, but the thing about Conception is, like I said, I've used him multiple times in campaigns that I DM. He just pops up. Uh, there was yeah. one time where he was on a on a goblin spit in in like Storm King's Thunder. He's just like, and I, I just tell the party, you hear you hear an oddly familiar voice that just goes, "No, no, no, we can talk about this, guys. We can talk about this." You know what? He it's reminds me of like. Of like what Stanley is in Marvel in movies. Marvel. Yeah, he's the he's the D and D he's the D yeah, yeah. Stanley for D and D campaigns. Yeah, that's like me and uh, Gil. That's like me and Gilmore. I'll throw in Gilmore from Critical Role into uh, campaigns randomly as like a traveling merchant. Just like a little cameo. Yeah, love that. Uh, but yeah, I think that's that's everyone's characters. Uh, that's everybody. That's everybody. Um, so, and I just without have a context. long pause there. Without, without context, the context. <laughs> that's us. Been oh, let me our let first... me go for it. Let me take over. For go for it. <laughs> so, yeah, as I say, this uh, I guess it does conclude the first episode of the Without Context podcast. And hopefully, uh, you guys see this the day that you see it. I'm, I'm editor, so I need to. Go through and see what I can do here, and if Have there's any audio issues and whatnot. And uh, only yeah, this will like probably be a... content to work with. Yeah, <laughs> this will probably be a weekly thing uh, for us. So hopefully, you guys uh, subscribe. We should also at the end of this probably have all the links up, and uh, in the description also we have the uh, flow page. We have everything set up going into this. It just needs to have the content. Forget so. that people can like see us. I'm just sitting here like messing with my scarf. I'm like, oh god. Yeah. Plug so things. Have, yeah. So everything will be in the description. Everybody's personal uh, links, links to all of our podcast sites, and all that. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll see everybody next week. Sounds good. Bye, Bye everyone. Wave. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye.